That's just how I start. Really hot, you know. Say hi four fucking times. My Yama James Jason Hama. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Rumble Lips. I trust your quarantine is treating you absolutely swimmingly. Mine has been viewing a lot of Jeopardy uh, and also watching movies that I've seen before. It's like, uh, do I want to branch out? No. I'd rather watch The Usual Suspects again. And let me tell you something, still kind of boring. The Usual Suspects has some wild shit in it that you don't even realize. Like a weird stare down with Stephen Baldwin where it's like, they're doing a bit for the other criminals. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, we're about to kiss. It's so strange. They're, Stephen Baldwin's about to fight. What's that little guy's name? I always forget his name. He, um, he's a good actor. He, I always want to call him Stanley Tucci, but it's not. But he's got Tucci vibes. Um, Kevin something. Maybe it's like Kevin Connolly. I don't know. But uh, he, the guy's got major Tooch vibes. And you know what I got to say? Love Tooch. Why do I love Tooch? Hairline, brother. So <laughs> they're about to like kiss or something, but it's almost like it's just for the crew of the movie. Like, oh, yeah, these guys did this in dress. It was hilarious. And then millions of dollars later, it's just on the screen. Um but yeah, Benicio del Toro's in there talking, talking weird and and being odd, and I don't know. It's okay. It's not the greatest movie I've ever seen. I'll tell you that much. What does this sound like? Bad. Okay, I need to pop that up right here. Pop, 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 pop. Okay, sorry. Had to mess with the levels. Yeah, Tooch vibes. Watch Usual Suspects. Still boring. Um, all those movies in the night. Plus, you know, I don't know that I can. I don't want to sound like such a. a a cuckold here, but I don't know that I, I can, uh, I never, I didn't ever really like Kevin Spacey. He never really did it for me. I mean, I know everybody was shocked cause he was like aggressively fingering underage guys, buttholes at bars and stuff. But like, you know, when that came out, I was like, man, that's fucked up. And I feel bad for the people that he did that to, but like he wasn't, I never watched House of Cards. He was never like a. It, I, but I, now saying that, I feel like the people that when Louis 
jacked off in front of people, I feel like the people that were like, he was never funny. It's like fucking bullshit. He was never funny. Get the fuck out of here. Guy was funny because he was the top of stand up comedy. So you're wrong. He was funny. He did some fucked up shit, but he was funny. So it's like me being like, I don't think Kevin Spacey was that good. People were like, oh, well, he won an Academy Award. It's like, yeah, okay. And did he? Did he? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not that well versed in the Spaceman because I I never watched his, uh, I never really watched his shit because he never really did it for me. I like, I never saw K-Pax where he's like half an alien and I never, and you know, I've seen Usual Suspects and of course I've seen Seven. Live my life by Seven. Yeah, if you want me to be honest, live my life by seven. I live in Seattle. I'm a detective named Brad Pitt, and my wife's head got cut off. I live my life uh, by the by seven. My best friend is Morgan Freeman. Me and my cousin Mike. Disney Plus is streaming live soon. Me and my cousin Mike watched seven uh, when, when it first came out, and we were, like, young. And uh, it was legitimately the first movie I ever watched where I was like, me and Mike tried to figure it out. Like we tried to, we tried to, before Mike was like, Disney Plus is streaming live. Before that, we had like tried to figure out the movie seven (laughs) and it was great. And I, and and cousin Mike, I'll always hold that movie will always have a special place in my heart because when we watched it when we were kids, I'll always remember Seven. Everybody's got that movie that they remember. You know what I mean? Like a movie that has like a spe- like the, I'll never understand. Like I mean, Seven is not like the coolest movie ever. You know what I mean? Like if I had to adhere a movie that my I, that I know my mom watches that I know Barbie B watches it is Moulin Rouge okay so like I'm like yo if I have to pick movies going for people my mom is Moulin Rouge she fucking loves it and she watches it whenever it's on I don't know my me and my cousin Mike's would have to be 7 or Eddie Murphy Raw that was like two things I remember distinctly watching with him um man yeah you got what is my what is my man I've what movie, Lippies, have you seen the most? <laughs> right in on this episode of Rumble Lips Movie Babies. But I'm just saying, like, you know, you meet people and they're like, my favorite movie is um, Get It On. And you're like, go fuck yourself. You know, when you meet people that are like, oh, my favorite movie is Van Wilder. You're like, oh, cool. You've uh, fingered someone while they were sleeping. Good. Nice to meet you. Van Wilder. People that say their favorite movies are these, <laughs> these like, uh, my favorite. Well, the movie I loved the most when I was younger was Citizen Kane. It goes opposite, though, because if you hear like a 29-year-old, 34-year-old say something like, my favorite movie was uh, Citizen Kane, you're like, go, go fuck yourself. No, it wasn't. Nobody's favorite movie is Citizen Kane. Even the fucking dude that made Citizen Kane. It wasn't even his favorite movie. Citizen Kane isn't your favorite movie. If it's the year 2020 and you're saying Citizen Kane is your favorite movie or you're saying Van Wilder is your favorite movie, you're wrong. Okay? You're you're not allowed. (laughs) 
You're not allowed to say those are your favorite. I can't come in here and be like, uh, hey, Ram, what's your favorite movie? I like uh, <laughs> I like this documentary about Jeffrey Dahmer. You guys would be like, get the fuck. What is wrong with this guy? Your favorite movie has to encompass like kind of everything. It has to have some some kind of some humor in it and maybe some suspense. It has to be an overall movie. Like a favorite movie can be No Country for Old Men could be a favorite movie. It might be one of my favorite movies. No Country for Old Men can be a favorite movie. But like you can't come up to me and be like if I'm like, "Hey, what's your favorite movie?" you can't be like, "Uh, Scarface" cuz I'm like, "You're lying." That's nobody's favorite movie. What's your favorite part? How Al Pacino cannot do a, a, a Cuban accent? Is that your favorite part? <laughs> it's your favorite part how Al Pacino is just like half Jewish, half Italian, 0% Latino. And he's just like, what's up, daddy? <laughs> You're like, get the fuck out of here. Hola, little baby. <laughs> You're like, okay, you are Italian, sir. In old movies, they just let used to let whoever was the most famous play whatever role. If you were just a white dude, you'd just be a British guy, and they'd be like, in this movie, you are Spanish, Vigo Mortensen. And Vigo Mortensen's just like, okay. <laughs> what movie was Vigo Mortensen Spanish in? Oh, Carlito's Way. Carlito's Way, Vigo Morganson, Vigo Morganston. Vizio Morgenstein wa- walks into that, that office where uh, Al Pacino is. And he's just like, hey, or Sean Penn. He's like, hey, man, you can't do this to me, man. And you're like, guy, you can't do, like, me doing that voice right now is pretty uncomfortable. But imagine if somebody paid me millions of dollars and made my skin a little tanner. You guys would be like, wow, Rand sure is famous. But it's, does, it doesn't mean that it's like... Okay. They just like let that British dude that play. He's got like the pinhead. I was just watching Usual Suspects. The pinhead guy. Who's fucking pinhead? Pinhead Pitface. His name in the movie. He's so obviously British. There's a movie where he has a mustache. And you would know exactly who I'm talking about. He's got like receding hair it's not fucking die hard man but he's been in like those mafia type movies and those crime movies for a long time but he's just like this little skinny i think he's like he reminds me of the dude that played the professional but he's got like a more bulbous nose he's like in harry potter's friend i don't know he's fucking something dude and he's in he's in this movie he's so obviously white his name's like John Gregory or some shit like that and he's so obviously white but his name in the usual suspects is Mr. Kobayashi (laughs) and he walks and he's like hello gentlemen and you're like you're Mr. they're even like hold up you're Mr. Kobayashi it would be like you cast Jackie Chan and Jackie Chan walks in like hey what's up my name's Darnell Jenkins you'd be like no it isn't no, it absolutely is not. Your name isn't Darnell Jenkins, just because you're famous. You're so obviously Jason Statham. <laughs> it's like it's so ridiculous that people used to just be able to be famous enough to just be in a movie. Hey, we need a we need a Spanish guy for this, and and uh, 
And Al Pacino's like, I'll try out for it. Can you imagine being so cocky as like an actor and a famous person when they came up to Al Pacino, Brian De Palma, who did Scarface? I think it was Brian De Palma. Brian De Palma comes up to Al Pacino and he's like, hey, got an idea for you. I know you're an Italian Jewish man, but need you to think about playing a Cuban. What do you say? You think, huh? A Miami Cuban, full accent, everything. And Al Pacino is just like, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do that. Yeah, yeah, no problem. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, it's like, it's like a cult film. It's like a film that like changed. I mean, it changed rap music when Scarface came out. And it's just like, <clears throat> Scarface came out and. Rappers were like, that's the baddest Cuban. Then Spanish motherfuckers are the baddest hustlers. They're, they're fucking crime lords. And Al Pacino's like, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> He's not like, you got that right, daddy. He's like, thank you. Thank, thank, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, it was, it was really hard for me to get into character. Was it Al? Is it because you're not Cuban? Still rules, though. Still watch Scarface. And as an adult, have realized that Scarface is bad. It is not great. Michelle Pfeiffer rules, but every, like, I mean, Al Pacino's acting is almost, it's it's like, when you watch it now, like, I defy you. I mean, to some people, it's been, I mean, Okay, Cousin Mike, Total Nick Forever, Chris Walker. When's the last time Kirk Shepard? Kirk Shepard has probably never seen Scarface. He's the sweetest man alive. I bet if you put on I bet if you put on Scarface in front of Kirk Shepard, he would poop his pants because he's a nice man that likes nice things. He doesn't want to see Al Pacino out there dancing around cutting people's heads with chainsaws. When is the last time you guys watched uh, like that movie? I, I mean, I think the last time I watched Scarface, I was probably like 15 years old. And I was like, whoa, this dude's like a badass. And now just as an adult, I watch it and I was like, that is a ridiculous accent. That is like, this is, that's like going to be looked at the way we looked at Al Jolson with like blackface. <laughs> like, you know, in the year 2040. People are going to be like, "What's that old movie called where Al Pacino did uh, did uh, Scar did, did did Cuban face? Oh, Scarface? Yeah. What was up with that? And it's going to be like, you know, as hum as humans evolve, we're going to look back on that and be like, yikes, because we are looking back on that now. I'm looking back on that now and being like, yikes. I can't imagine when I'm an old man how that movie will be perceived." If I ever get to be an old man, <coughs> Corona alert. Um, I don't have it. I don't have it. We're holding it down, doing uh, do, doing good. Not not going out, going to work. Seeing the Spaghetti Man, Andrew Rudick. Listen to his podcast, Puzzle Buddies, if you'd like. Um, man, I was on a hot riff, huh? Woo! Cool off the studio. I uh, yeah, listen to Puzzle Buddies. My friend Andrew Rudick has a podcast that I am frequently a guest on. I'm actually so frequently a guest on it that he's called me the assistant host, and I still don't like being called that. Um, even though I plug his pod, he never plugs my podcast. I'm just on his podcast so much that 
Rumble Lips is constantly tethered to it. So check out uh, Puzzle Buddies if you want to hear more of me. It's really just me cussing at Andrew. <laughs> Guy gets too high and too distracted. Um, also, hey, thank you to everyone that's bought my uh, my edit. Uh, my how is your set edit? I have a little rumble news. Hey, um, that I, uh, I I I did it, man. I broke uh, the Patreon's back, and it's way better. It's way better than it was when Rumble Lips first started, and I tried to do a Patreon because Patreon originally it was like hard for people to see stuff or listen to bonus episodes. Um, I guess a lot has changed in a year. Because uh, now I can upload shit directly to Patreon from the RSS feed, which, you know, whatever that means to you guys. But um, I restarted the Patreon. It's patreon.com. Search for Rumble Lips. Um, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com. Um, there's a $5 tier, which gets you a bonus episode of Rumble Lips every week, um, which that, that one will be on it today. When this one drops... You can go over to the Patreon and pledge $5, and you can hear the the very first bonus episode. And I'm going to be doing bonus episodes every week. And when we get back on track, um, there will be a video bonus episode every week. Now, the bonus episode might be a half hour, or, it, you know, it'll just be whatever. But there will be a bonus video episode as well. I already ran it up the ladder to the middle child, Candle, herself. Uh, and uh, she's down. So there will be a bonus video episode. At the $10 level of the Patreon, not only will you get the bonus episode. Oh, and if you join, if if anybody joins uh, for $5, I just set $5 as a minimum. It's $5 a month. It's seriously a cup of coffee a month um, for for the Patreon. Um, you get the 12-minute the, the video. It's already up there on the Patreon right now. So if, you've, if you donate $5 a month to Rumble Lips and the Patreon, you get the... Uh, how was your set? Smash pack, twelve minute edit, um, just at any level of the Patreon, just for joining. So, uh, yeah, that's the five dollar level. The ten dollar level is uh, not only do you get everything, the smash pack and the uh, and the uh, bonus episode every week, the bonus video episode every week. You get um, you get a Randora's box monthly. I'm gonna do those Randora's box. If you're not familiar. Those are the bonus episodes I did about like the Loveland Frogman. I did one about Jeffrey Dahmer's neighbors. Um, I, it's just one that's more on topic. It's less riffy rumble lips. It's it's something that I'm interested in. I don't know what the first Randora's box is going to be about. If any of the lippies has an idea, just DM me on Instagram, and that's at Rumble Lips. And then the twenty dollar level on Patreon, you get all that stuff. Uh, oh, and at the ten dollar level, you also get twenty percent off of any merch that we make. The Patreon is kind of for the merch. Um, and then uh, the $20 level, Lipster, you get uh, 50% off of any merchandise. And uh, I'll call you. Me and Anna have figured out how to do calls on the podcast. So I will call you. Um, I will call you when you sign up. And whether you're, whether you're there or not, I, I'll call you at the end of the episodes uh, at the $20 level. And then... We we could talk for like a minute and then on to the next person. Or, you know, if if only one person signed up that month, then we'll do, you know, 
And if if more and more people sign up for the twenty dollars a month level, I will be doing calls every week, every episode. So that'll be cool. So you get to be on on the podcast, um, and that's at the twenty dollar level, plus with everything else, and fifty percent off of merch. So yeah, check out Rumble Lips. At Patreon.com now, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Uh, the link is in the Rumble Lips Instagram bio. If you uh, if you if you want to check if you want to do five or ten or twenty, um, the Rumble Lips is in it's in the uh, it's in the Instagram bio, which is at Rumble Lips. Okay. See, I the boy can do business. Man, I was looking through. Uh, you know, with this quarantine, you got a lot of time to just walk around the house and dick around and not really, you know, you can only watch usual suspects so much or the office. Like, I mean, dude, I can only watch so much. Me and, pay, me, uh, <clears throat> me and my girl were laying in uh, bed the other night and we were watching Jeopardy. Let me tell you something. I fucking crushed Jeopardy. I got final Jeopardy. I mean, I fucking crushed Jeopardy. Kind of made her sweeter on me, if we're being honest. I mean, my Jep skills. Jep. G-E-P. <laughs> my Jeopardy skills. I uh, really, really got, I think I, you know, really, really got her kind of starry-eyed for the boy. Um, but you can only do so much of that. So I started fucking snooping around. You know what I mean? I'm walking around. I'm smelling stuff. I'm tasting pieces of the walls I've never touched. I'm doing all kind of wild shit. I'm digging holes in the floor and trying to find treasure. I mean, I am just getting a little weird over here. So I so I walked up the steps. I was like, you know, my girl was like, hey, will you, will you bring over Scrabble? I want to play Scrabble tonight. I think that'll be fun. I was like, yeah. So I go up to get the, uh, Scrabble. And my mom's like, my mom's like, well, you know. I have a Scrabble, but your, 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 no, your Aunt Mildred and your, your grandma's handwriting's in there. Kind of don't want you to take that, but it's up there in the brown box. Just go look. So I said, okay. So I started looking around for shit, and I find this box with all these letters from San Francisco in 1944 from my Uncle Milos, who was from uh, from Belgrade, which is former, and you know, it was the capital of former Yugoslavia, but now it's the capital city of Serbia. But it, they're from Belgrade, and all this shit from like 1905. There's there's pictures of uh, of like my my aunts and my grandpa. There's a picture of him when he's like 19, fucking dime piece. You should see that the Italian the Italian blood in my in my family fucked my hairline up because my uncle Milos had dark hair and dark eyes like your boy and he was he was a dime piece like your boy and his hairline was unrivaled i mean unrivaled the hairline and then i look at my grandpa who you know they say you get your hair from your mom's father this guy's got a straight across beautiful hairline and i look at my hair and i'm like what the fuck happened I am so fucking mad at the at this, this dago blood flying through me. I could fucking I could fucking write a letter to Italy, but I think they got enough shit going on right now. I mean, I am fucking pissed. I'm I am beside myself, enraged with with uh, looking at the the Serbian hair in my family, and then turning, taking my hat off, and turning to the mirror and being like, the fuck. Makes me want to do the little Italian squinchy hand, man. I'm I'm fucking pissed.
Because these guys, well, see now, my, my the Yugoslavian though, when his when he got older, his hair got white, and you could see his skull, th- or his skull. Not only, yeah, <laughs> when when my grandpa from Yugoslavia got older, his hair got so thin you could see his skull. It knocked his skin off his head. No, it, but his hair got thinner like mine, but. I think mine's going to go, man. I can't tell, though. Like, some days it looks like... Some some days it looks normal, and then some days I look at my hair, and I'm like, it's back, 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 back. Gone, sue me, Chris Berman. I mean, it's like... Sometimes I look, and I'm like, what is ha- fucking happening here? It's like a bunch of... I woke up in the middle of the night, a bunch of mice were stealing my hair for nests. It's unbelievable. Shocking, even. Yeah, so anyway, I found all these letters. And, dude, it's kind of, it's really sad. You know what's fucking crazy is I found all these letters and, you know, 1944, the paper even feels different. You know, the the, the pen looks like, like, everything just looks older because it is. But, I mean, it's like, even ink and pens is different now. It's better. You know what I mean? And I was like, I was like looking at all these, hand, and they're all handwritten. And I guess somebody told my mom a long time ago when she wanted to read them that it was written in uh, Slavic, but it's not. It's it's written in English, but it's like broken English and cursive. And and my uncle Milos, who they called my uncle Mike, when he got to America, they they they, called, they changed the name from Milos to Mike. But Milos Mike's handwriting was like real, uh, real whoopy it's like real swoopy and fast and it's and he he doesn't really have a full grasp on english like every letter is like dear mother father and everyone (laughs) and then like it'll just say shit in there like i am having good day with my feelings and it's like oh that's really you know that's really cute like you know the guy was like sitting out in san francisco and he's just like writing these letters and he's just like i'm having a good day with my feelings uh, but in his mind, he's probably like, you know, I feel good. My, my, you know, I've been feeling good lately. I've been thinking, but you know, he's trying to write in, in English and it's like very sweet. It's very endearing. Uh, in one of his letters, he's just, it's like from 1944 and one of his letters is like, yep. See the reds are 11 and a half games back from first place. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man. Yeah. 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 We won't, we won't win for another 50 years. No, another 30, 31 years. We have 30, 31 years. We won't win for another 31 years. But it's really funny. Even like back then, dude out in San Francisco is like listening to the radio, just being like, you know what? My home team, well, it's not the Yugoslavian Reds. That was something different. It's, uh, this, you know, his home team, the Cincinnati Reds, not doing too hot. Guy's about to go off to World War II, and he's like, you know what? These Reds are pissing me off. <laughs> so it's so fucking wild. It made me kind of appreciate uh, how old that, that you know, because other teams don't have that. Cincinnati Reds was one of the first. It is the first professional baseball team. Opening day used to start in Cincinnati. It's so crazy to think. That my great uncle, who's about to go off to World War II, is writing about a team that, like, I know about. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can get the uniform. I found out he died September 20th, 1944. That's, like, the day he, they got the Western Union telegram in this box. 
from 1945, from 1944, they got the Western Union Telegraph that says he died in at, at the the Palello. I forgot how to say it. Islands. I, and and they didn't recover his body, so I, I guess it must mean he's like. I tried to Google it. It kind of means that you know he might have got blown up, and it's just like that's what came. It was like as cold as a fucking nothing's colder than an email, but this is cold. Even though it's a tangible piece of paper you can feel, it's like they brought that to my 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 uncle Milos's mom and dad, my great my great grandparents. They brought that letter to him. And they they couldn't really speak English, you know? And they, they brought that letter to him. And you know some weird fucking postman had to read it with that voice, that 1940s, like, Dear, dear beloved, we regret to inform you, stop, that your son, Milos Rakov, was killed on 19... 19- it's like just so fucking crazy. It's so wild, man, when you go through that kind of shit. Like, I encourage... I, I for real... I encourage any I am the biggest nerd that's ever lived. But I do I do I do think like if you guys keep make it over to your parents' house or, or, or wherever if you if you have those kind of records, man, you should dig through that shit because it is fucking wild to look at your relatives like my you know, my grandpa is an immigrant. My mom is first generation American, but like one one beat back was so crazy from where we are now. Well, like one, well, I guess it would be two for me, but like one beat back from my mother was, it was fucking crazy. You know, it's just so, I mean, see, seeing the picture of my uncle Milos in, in, in Belgrade with his, with his little jacket on, by the way, guy was a snappy dresser. I mean, he's got a coat with a little braided yarn going over the shoulder of it and let me tell you something i don't know what happened but it must be in my blood to wear pinky rings and small hats because this guy was running them i mean my his brother my grandfather loved watches but my uncle milos had a fucking pinky ring dark hair dark eyes he had a little bit more of an upturned nose than me but you know Guy was a dime piece, wore pinky rings, and flashy jackets and tiny hats. I mean, it sounds like a dead ringer for one of my relatives. It's, oh man, it's just so crazy. It's just so crazy when you look at that shit and you're like, man, this is fucking, this is fucking like my family's history. Like, you don't know about, you don't know about shit because like, even I know that, like, I know that, like, my grand, my my grandfather's wife, uh, my mom's mom, my grandma, my mom's mom was Italian, and her mom was, you know, Italian from Italy, and then it's just like so. My my dad's family is like is like we're Italian, and then and then it's like, well, we're French. It's like, dude. And then you look at you look at what it is, and it's like, well, we have these. I have these Italians on this on this side from Italy, and then the these Yugoslav these Belgrade Serbian from former Yugoslavia. It's so wild when you dig into your like family genealogy, and you realize, like, I you know, it's 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 fucking crazy. It's really it's really crazy. I. I I, I was listening to the thing with Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's like, you're not supposed to take like a, you know, those ancestry tests are pretty f- flawed. 
but it's like, man, I, I really, you know, I guess, I guess really your ancestry is just as far back. They, they talk, dude, this was very interesting. Neil deGrasse Tyson was talking about how, uh, your ancestry is actually just as far back as where your family would rather culturally appropriate, like what culture you like, you know what I mean? Cause we're all technically, we're all te- technically from Africa. Cause that's as far back as you can go. That's where we were from. But it's so wild to think like, you know, if you go back a couple and your grandpa's from Finland, you're like, oh, yeah, we're Finnish. Yeah, yeah, we're Finnish, you know, because people in the 1880s were in Finland. So we're Finnish and that's what we are. But like, what if those people that were in Finland, you know, two grandpas before them were from fucking Russia and then two grandpas before them were from, you know, Scotland you don't fucking know where people moved you know I'm from I'll tell you what though the Panthers from fucking Cincinnati that's where I'm from I'm holding down the Midwest baby I'm from Cincinnati where where what are you culturally uh fucking a Panther from the Midwest Panther from Cincinnati that's that's what I am culturally I'm culturally a uh loudmouth Panther that likes that has a propensity for bright clothing. <laughs> uh, my 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 grandfather and my my uncles were like ice cubes with appetites, and I am a panther that likes neon gloves. <laughs> That's what I am. That's what people are like. Oh, Barnaclo, what is that? Italian? I'll be like, oh, that's uh, actually Panther from Cincinnati that likes neon clothes. They'll be like, cool, it's nice to meet you. Uh, we'll visit you again uh, as soon as the coronavirus is over because you're obviously in the nut house. Oh, can I talk about this? I I forgot I, I forgot that I, when I was younger, I used to think that uh, retirement homes were like old people rehab. Like it's like, like it's like I know like a bunch of them. A bunch of old people go to retirement homes and then they, they, they only leave the way prison is, is in a fucking body bag. That's the only way you leave. It's a little nicer than jail. Um, but I thought I, for some reason I always was like, you know, I, I don't know why I thought it would just be, it would just be like one day, a, a like a aide would come out and he'd be like, congratulations, Mr. And Mrs. Johnson. Turns out after extensive canasta playing and, uh, watching old timey movies from his era in the common room, your grandfather can dunk. Yeah, that's right. The guy doesn't have Parkinson's anymore. Instead, he's got a 53 inch vertical and he can drive his car better than me. It's you know what I mean? Nobody's grandma, grandpa ever gets out of the retirement home. Like, is that my shirt? Who's got my watch and my pocket knives? Give me my keys. I'm going back to work at the park. (laughs) It's never happened. That has never fucking happened, and I don't know why I thought that, but I, I think it would be so sick if somebody if somebody just re- graduated the retirement home and just came out, and you're you're like grandpa, and he's like, get the fuck out of my way, and just slam dunks, just tomahawk dunks with his old nuts in your face, with his little soft shoes. Your grandpa just gets out of the retirement home and he's just doing fucking donuts in the parking lot. School sucks. He like tags it on the side of the retirement home. <laughs> just like, nope, that's not what it means. 
It isn't what it means, Ran. It doesn't mean because they hung out in there long enough and did stuff that all of a sudden they can stand up in the shower by themselves. That's not what it means. It it it, it, it just a comfortable assistant assisted living. I like to think though, like you know, because my grandpa, my 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 mom's dad, my grandpa, the Yugoslavian, he 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 fucking loved the assisted living place when he would go in sometimes he'd go in and do a bid he'd go in the fucking well they call they call jail the iron vacation uh what is uh what is uh what is the retirement home then called the uh if jail's the iron vacation retirement home is like the uh the the ah, fuck fuck man can't do this on the fly. If jail is the iron vacation, then retirement homes are the uh, oh, uh, uh, I don't know. Retirement home is actually pretty fucking good. Um, it's sleepaway camp. There we go for old people. It's sleepaway camp for old people. It's it, retire, retirement homes are sleepaway camp for old people. It's like they get they get to hang out. Some of them are confused, but some of them are chilling. And then they get to hang out and like eat pudding and watch movies where guys were like, "Come here, dame," and and uh, you know get the. I I would love I would love not during activity time, but I would love to be a fly on the wall at one of these retirement homes. I would love. To be a fly on the wall, to hear them in some of their in-depth conversations. It's either insanely cute and sweet and heartwarming, or it's the most insane shit you've ever heard. Like, and I don't mean insane like, oh, my grandpa's got dementia, so he's mean. I mean like just what they think the world is. I would love to hear that. I would love, maybe I wouldn't. <laughs> maybe I wouldn't, because I mean... My my grandpa was one of the coolest dudes alive, but I mean, if I if I handed him an iPhone, I'd probably he'd ne- probably never speak to me again. He'd be like, "Oh, cool, my grandson's an alien," but like, you know, I mean, what do you expect? Those letters were so fucking crazy, man. Racking my damn brain. Oh, sick. Rumblelips is brought to you by Ohio Valley Beard Supply. Uh, join us at OhioValleyBeard.com. That's right, Scott Ponder and the boys still lubing up those tubes. What are the tubes? The tubes are the, what uh, is actually the technical term for the hairs that grow out of your uh, face. It, they're actually not called hairs. They're called tubes. And you want to get your tubes lubed. You want to go to OhioValleyBeard.com. Scott Ponder and the boys are really going to lube those tubes so you can get in the nude and try not to be lewd with a dude or a brood. What's a brood? A broad. Had to make it rhyme, though. All right, Ohio Valley Beard Supply. I hope that read has just sent you guys over the moon with happiness, but I'm sure it didn't. And I also am sure you don't give a shit. Uh, Rumble Lips is also brought to you by Go Bananas Comedy Club. Guess what? You can't go. Okay? Shut down. Government said so. But that doesn't mean you still can't support Go Bananas. Uh, Go Bananas Comedy Club has uh, some merch for sale, some t-shirts. Help uh, help pay a couple bills over there. Uh, go to www.gobananascomedy.com to get a Go Bananas t-shirt. Um, yeah. They rule. It's uh, with the Danny Gamble design on there, and they're so sick. And uh, 
I love them. So go to www.gobananas. I don't need to say the W's. Go to gobananascomedy.com to get yourself a shirt. Um, hell yeah, dude. Go Bananas. Wait till you see. I am actually helping doing the renovations up in that motherfucker. And let me tell you something. Looks great. Me and the spaghetti man. Mulch the whole comp. I mean, the shit is the shit's going to look banging when we get back to this. We get back to this, and a couple people want to climb out of the hole and sit, you know, 15, 20 deep in a comedy club. I am ready to stomp the yard. I cannot wait to get back and stomp the motherfucking yard, dude. Yard going to get stomped, and it's going to be my foot that's stomping it. And I can't wait to go back to Go Bananas, and I can't wait for you guys to see it. Uh, Mikey Kurtz is doing a lot of, a lot of good work up there. Dude is a... Uh, Dude is a workhorse at the club, and the renovations are going to make you guys come your pants. Uh, that's gobananascomedy.com for details. Rumble Lips is also brought to you by Middle Child Candles. She can't be here to do her reads because of social distancing. And trust me, with, with Anna Maza, I want to double social distance. So I'm keeping her at about 12 feet at all times. But uh, Middle Child Candles, she pours them. She's she's gone in La La Land because she ate an edible today. But let me tell you something. She pours a mean candle. Um, they come in they come in coffee mugs that uh, you know she sets the wicks. She decides the scents and she wants to ship them out to you. Middle Child candles are twenty dollars and you can find them on Etsy uh, or at Middle Child candles on Instagram. And follow at Anna Maza. She's the best and I miss her. I miss seeing her. Missed doing the podcast with her, but it'll be back soon. Which, by the way, join the fucking Patreon. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I want you, uh, you know, it's not that I want your money. I, it's because I want us to be the crew that I know we are. And I would like to do the $20 calls and all the shit that the podcast that you guys love do. So please give what you can. G- g- no, not give what you can. Do 5 10 or $20. Some of you guys should do $20. I'm, I am I am way more psyched on the podcast now than I've ever been. And I'm going to retain this uh, level of psychedness. And I'm going to do it the right way this time. I'm going to make the podcast a priority. And I'm going to stop fucking around. So every week, expect a new Rumble Lips on time. Once a week. And expect a bonus Patreon. Because I'm doing that right directly after this. And that bonus... Even though I have zero patrons because I just started the Rumble, when you get there, I just started the Patreon. When you get to Patreon, there will be a bonus episode and there will be uh, that 12-minute edit of my stand-up at Patreon.com. Look for Rumble Lips. I think you got to search it now. They don't give you the backslash Rumble Lips anymore or the backslash whatever it is. You got to like search for... You got to search for the Patreon. But yeah, let's go. I'm trying, you know. What do you need the money for? For merch. For for other shit. Because when this whole shit goes down and I can't do stand-up for another two months, I and I got to make some semblance of Skrilla, and if the lipsters pull me through it, in the new world, I hope you guys all know, anyone who has supported this podcast will be in my roving bandit jet ski crew. And that's what it is. And we're not going to be called 
the Lipsters. We're not going to be called the Rumble Lips. We're going to be called the the Water Panthers. And we're going to all have jet skis like the fucking new Rumble Lips logo. Have you guys feasted your fucking eyes on that thing, Danny Gamble? Holy shit. Danny Gamble made that Rumble Lips logo of that Panther jet ski uh, with me on it with the Rumble Lips splash. And, dude, it's so sick. I want it on everything. So part of the Patreon that it's going is going to making shirts of that. And I'm not doing any funky colors. And I'm not doing tie-dye because not everybody is into the shit that I'm into. I'm doing black T-shirts with that on it. And if you guys want one, get in the fucking Patreon. And tell your friends to get in the Patreon. Be like, hey, put $5 a month towards this thing. Fuck it, man guy rules you don't even have to listen to it but put five dollars a month towards this thing because i want these shirts made and that's that that that's going to be the incentive and let me tell you something twenty dollar members when the shirts are made i'm they're ten dollars for you guys so you know it's you're not just paying nothing you're not just doing it all for not you're paying into the system that you enjoy and i let me tell you something i appreciate you guys i don't think i'm I don't think I deserve anything that you guys give me, but I do appreciate anything that you guys do for me because I, 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 I genuinely enjoy doing this podcast. Now, for the Randora's Box episodes for the $10 members or the $20 members, topics. What do you guys want to hear? What, what do you guys want to hear me talking about? Oh, and also on Patreon, if you want to give to the Rumble Lips, uh, it's private, so nobody can see how many... Nobody can see, you can only see the number of patrons, but you can't see who subscribes to the Patreon. Um, they changed that, which is great, because I know some people were like, well, I don't, you know, I don't want that people to know that I give to this podcast or this podcast. So now it's completely, like, exclusive. It, it's just, you decide to, it's not like, it's not like Venmo, where people are like, oh, Jerry paid Jackie for sushi. He must be cheating on his wife. It's not. It's nothing like that. So uh, it doesn't break down what you what you're worth or what you give towards it. So you know, donate to Rumble. Um, yeah, let's do this. I love you guys. That was a great episode. I had fun. Uh, right now, over on Patreon, you the the first bonus episode is up. So uh, so go check it out. Love you guys. You know what? The trash heap is really falling off. I think it's just going to be the Instagram now. Uh, I'm not going to delete the trash heap if anybody wants to post in there, the secret Facebook group. But uh, there's 34 members. It's pathetic. Um, everybody's giving up on the trash heap. So Instagram. Tell your friends. Tell your friends to listen to the podcast. Please subscribe. Leave a comment on iTunes or wherever you listen to. And the Spotify is now updated. If, you, if you're if you a person that likes to listen on Spotify, now Spotify is updated. So all, all 60-something episodes of this podcast are on Spotify now. All right. I love you guys. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.